The reviews are in and, well, that's kind of a lie. We don't have very many reviews this week. We've got a lot of other stuff to get through first. We've got a lot of news. We've got the results of our poll. We've got our movie of the year. We've got movies we're looking forward to because it's the end of the year special. So I thought I would say happy holidays to everyone, no matter how much it pisses off the Christians when I don't just say Merry Christmas. Yeah, there's only about a dozen holidays this time of year. So, And I apologize for missing Hanukkah uh, last show. I meant to say something about it, and I don't think I did. So happy Hanukkah, even though it's I think it's over now. Happy re- retroactive Hanukkah. Well, when you hear the show, it will be. And happy Denali, which also is over. But anyway, lots of things going on. <clears throat> yep. Lots of lots of stuff. For, lots of stuff from Disney because my God, as soon as we said we're not doing a show last week, they said, "Fine, we'll dump everything this week." Oh, you pricks! Um, do you want to start with the Marvel stuff or the Star Wars stuff? For there is a lot of both stuff. Yeah, Star Wars stuff. Start with Star Wars stuff. Some of the Star Wars stuff I looked at and I said, that is spectacular. And as I just noticed in pre-pro, some of it has dates now. Hi, yeah. Ted. <laughs> See, I did it this week. Um, some of the dates aren't for a couple of years. So why announce it? Anyway, what have we got forthcoming? Uh, Star Wars, The Bad Batch, which sounds, I originally read it as The Bad Bitch and went, oh, oh, evil Sith woman, (laughs) I guess. No, it's Bad Batch, a bunch of clones that did not go well, I'm assuming. Um, So fine, whatever. The Book of Boba Fett, which now... I still have not seen The Mandalorian in its entirety you yet. Fool. Here's the thing. I've been busy. The Book of Boba Fett is not it, confirmed it, as a separate spinoff or if it's just the next. I'm just thinking it looks like Mandalorian Season 3. Exactly. Could be either one. E- either way. I confirm that. Uh, let's see. Ashoka is getting her own se- Ahsoka. Ahsoka. I, I keep... They... they the way her name is spelled makes my dyslexia hurt. <laughs> yes, Ahsoka. Ahsoka, uh, getting her own spinoff series to be announced for the dates on that. Which is lovely. Uh, Ranges of the New Republic, dates to be announced. Also lovely. Uh, Andor, the prequel to the Rogue One movie, which was just voted best of the Disney-made Star Wars movies. Congratulations, and I'll agree. Um, that is not coming until 2022, which I think is a bit weird because that movie came out, what, three or, is it three or four years ago? Yeah, something like that. And you're waiting this long to do the prequel using the same actors. That sounds a bit odd. Yeah, well, how long did they wait to do the second trilogy and then the third trilogy, so. it's yeah, cool. They changed right? actors. For example, Obi-Wan was now played by Ewan McGregor who will be playing him on uh, Disney, they finally confirmed this series. I think we had a story about this, what, a year ago? Two years ago? Two years, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think it was Six years ago? ago? I mean, it's been <clears throat> age. Before, before Ewan was born. Interesting casting announcement for that show. Uh-oh. Other than Ewan. Ewan. Oh, Hayden Christensen? Hayden Christensen will return to the screen. And 
Hopefully, he actually has a director this time, so we'll see if he can really act. He allegedly can. He's he's apparently been in other stuff where he's been <clears throat> good, he says, next to Bunny Rabbits. Yes. Um, so we'll see. Let's see what else have we got here. Star Wars The Acolyte, which uh, a mystery thriller in the, in the final days of the High Republic era. Okay, sure, why not? I mean, I, that, that's all I know about it. It, it. Do you have anything else on that one? Not on that one, but there's only like what, about half a dozen more to, to come, just Star Wars. Uh, let's see. Patty Jenkins will be directing Rogue Squadron, which has got a release date of December 22nd, 2023. Yep. Holy cow. I appreciate that they're making it. I'm glad they're letting us know, but my God, it's that f- a long time from now in what feels like a galaxy far, far away. I'll, I'll, a couple things, <clears throat> and we're still not done with the Star Wars announcements. They have a lot of big talent coming on board in the Star Wars universe, which is great. Oh, yeah. The other thing is, it's interesting that all of this came out of The Mandalorian. It didn't come out of the theatrical releases. No. Once The Mandalorian hit... And people realize, wow, this is really good. Someone knows what the hell they're freaking doing with Star Wars. Maybe a little bit of Rogue One. Thank you. A little bit. They pretty much, they pretty much burned their cred from Rogue One with the movies that came after Rogue One. I mean, I agree. Rogue One is a really good movie. But Rogue One well, didn't That's when I first started hearing about bad. one thing. But yeah, you're right. It, 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 it was announced all this shit after Rogue One. Yeah. So it's all, it's all John Favreau, who basically has now launched uh, one huge cinematic universe, thanks for Marvel, and he's relaunched Star Wars, basically. So I hope he's getting a lot of cheddar, because holy crap. I mean, how how many billions, literally billions of dollars, has he brought to Disney? I mean, it's unfrickin' believable. And he's not the only one in The Mandalorian. I mean, but he is the guy who created it, Put it all together. I mean, there's, he's had a lot of writers, directors, all the rest of it. But it's basically his vision that's that's rebooted Star Wars for them. So they better take care of that dude. Pretty freaking amazing. Let's see someone else coming in. Let, let's add another big name. An untitled Taika Watiti Star Wars movie. Yep. No date attached to that yet. Uh, Lando is getting a TV series. I would like to point out it's Lando Calrissian, not Londo Malari. Although I think a Londo Malari series would be great, even though that is Babylon 5. <laughs> Let's see. Star Wars Visions. Uh, where uh, they're ex- apparently expanding its canon with CG animation, uh, mm-hmm. with short films. Which uh, is cool. A droid story. Which... I'm not sure. I'm lo- some of these I'm looking forward to more than others. Oh, um, definitely. This one, I, as much as I love R2 and 3PO, who are apparently the stars of this uh, animated series, I'm kind of done with them. <laughs> I would I would hope it is a children's series. I don't know if it is, but I would hope it would be. I seem to recall there being a droids cartoon. Yeah. And I think they're just going, oh, we can make a live action or CG version, I guess. So 
whatever there. Uh, let's see, Rian Johnson. And that's how I'm pronouncing his name because that's how it's spelled. Uh, <laughs> is getting an untitled Star Wars trilogy. Of course. So, yay for him. Uh, Kevin Feige. Who? Uh, let's see, uh, Kevin Feige, J.J. Dillard. That's the last two I've got who are both getting uh, unti- currently untitled Star Wars movies. Well, Feige's even going to get, get in the act. Um, interesting. And Disney is doing a ton of stuff, even aside from Star Wars, not even talking about Marvel. I mean, we still have the Willow series that's coming. Yep. Indiana Jones movie is supposedly... <laughs> I say supposedly because this is like the 97th target date for it, but now they're saying July 2022. So who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's. Exactly. I can't see that being done by then. Um, but we do have more Raiders of the Lost Ark stuff. Stay tuned. Um, let's switch over to Marvel. And you know what? Despite the fact that they announced a whole bunch of uh, forthcoming movies and everything, I don't think that's the big Marvel news. Because I don't even know that it came out during their, uh, oh, what was it, their their convention thing they had, basically. I know it was just like a, a press conference where they announced all this. but And by all this, all right, <clears throat> let's see how, how I can go through this list here. WandaVision is coming on January 15th, Falcon and Winter Soldier on March 19th, Black Widow on May 7th, Loki sometime in May, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings on July 9th, What If is coming in uh, this summer, The Eternals November 5th, Spider-Man 3 December 17th, Miss Marvel uh, late this or late next year, Hawkeye late next year, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness which that's the one I'm really looking forward to in this March 25th, 2022 uh, Thor love and thunder May 6th, 22 black Panther 2, July 8th, 2022 captain Marvel 2, November 11th, 2022 ant-man and the wasp quantum mania sometime in 2022. Cause we don't have enough stuff. Oh wait, we're not done. The guardians of the galaxy holiday special where Carrie Fisher will sing the theme song. I'm kidding about that part. Anyway, there is going to be a holiday special in 2022, followed by a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in 2023. Uh, Stuff that doesn't have dates yet, but still Marvel-related. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, The Secret Invasion, Nick Fury series, Blade, Deadpool 3, Fantastic Four, I Am Groot Disney Plus series, The Armor Wars Disney Plus series, and... Ironheart, the Disney Plus series, all of those dates are currently to be determined. Nothing like That's making a lot of stuff. Time. Yeah, nothing like making up for lost time. Holy crap. Unbelievable. Which is ridiculous, but I think the best news out of that, and I don't know if you saw this one because it, it, it was snuck in with all of this other stuff, actually has to do with Spider Man 3. Mm-hmm. Where, and this is. This is still not verified yet, but I will love this if it happens. You know who was spotted on set in addition to all the Spider-Men and Dr. Octopus and everything? You will bring No, I have no idea. Charlie Cox. Yeah. 
allegedly is coming back as Daredevil. Yay! I haven't heard that he was spotted on set. That's excellent. I have heard he was spotted on set. I am looking forward to that, if it's true. We know he's going to be back because Feige wants him back in Marvel Universe. So if Feige wants him back, he'll I be in the Universe I uh, they want Kristen Ritter back for uh, Jessica exactly. Jones. Which is terrific. Which is fantastic. So, man, are they ever, like, pulling off literally dozens of right moves. I mean, we'll see if they all pan out. That'd be pretty incredible if they do, and I imagine they won't all because that would be insane. But um, I mean, they're paying fan service because everybody wants Charlie Cox back, everyone wants Kristen Ritter back, but they're also making smart moves because fans want them because they were excellent in those roles. And bringing in Charlie Cox's Daredevil absolutely makes sense for Spider-Man 3 because at the end of our last film, he appeared that he was going to be headed for some legal troubles. Hmm. Is there any lawyer in Marvel Comics who has a history of dealing with costumed heroes? There might be. So... Daredevil and She-Hulk, who is also a lawyer. Right. The most obvious most obvious thing. And the, the fact that Feige is smart enough to, to recognize or I don't know if you have to be smart to recognize that Charlie Cox was brilliant, but I'm glad he did. I'm glad it wasn't just like, oh, we're done with that. It's like, yeah, do not recast that role. He was amazing. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome news. Let's see, did you have any other stuff you wanted to throw in with the Marvel? Oh my God, with the Marvel stuff. Um, Probably not. I mean, like you said, there (laughs) there are little tiny details here and there about casting decisions and all the rest of it and they they have recast like cassie daughter of scott lang they've recast her which i don't really see as that's huge news but you know that's news so she's been recast um there apparently Haley steinfeld is playing kate bishop the new hawkeye in the hawkeye disney plus series because she's been spotted on set uh, like she is the character and that was the rumor, which I think that's fabulous news because she's excellent. So, I mean, man, they're making, have they made a bad decision out of uh, this gigantic shareholders meeting, which turned into like their own Comic-Con? Is there, is there a bad decision in, in any of this? I mean, there's some that I don't particularly care one way or the other, but I can't think of a single thing. I was like, why are you doing that for? I just incredible news. Out of all this, both um, both Star Wars, um, the Marvel Universe, the the other things. I mean, yeah, okay, some of it they're doing reboots of Three Men and a Baby. They're doing Hocus Pocus. They're doing they're rebooting the Ice Age stories. They're they're doing an animated Night at the Museum. It's like yeah, I don't really care about any of that, but I'm not really offended by any of it either. So it's like. Wow. I have the potential for being offended by Hocus Pocus 2 in that I'm going to have to watch it repeatedly. I <laughs> really like the first one. Well, how unfortunate for you. Yeah. But that's um, why my house has multiple rooms. Well, there you go. <laughs> so speaking of multiple rooms and Marvel stuff and Star Wars stuff and even the Raiders of the Lost Ark, let's get to the results of our poll. The greatest individual movie, movie moment. Now, one of the things I laid out in the rules for this was, 
if it's a multiple movie thing, it can't be a multiple movie moment. Like the uh, Luke, I am your father moment from Empire Strikes Back. I said that doesn't count because we had a two movie build to it with Vader being the bad guy in A New Hope before we get to the Empire Strikes Back. So it's kind of a two movie thing. People voted for it anyway because they weren't listening. Well, so didn't they make chose to ignore your rules because your rules were terrible. <laughs> no, not really. It's just different rules. I can see why people going going for that. It is part of a multiple It is a, it is a, mag, a magnificent moment. But I, and, uh, this was on a different list. It does. There, there was also an argument for the, the uh, Cap Mjolnir thing from Infinity War. And he said, no. He said, but that was just a build in that movie. Okay, did, or uh, I guess Avengers 2 had that one little snippet. I went, well, we can go back to Thor the first one and go, ooh, if you pick it up, can anyone else pick it up other than Beta Ray Bill, who yeah. has still not shown up? Grumble, grumble. Plus, plus it's a build from decades of comics, so. Yeah. That, so, that movie moment, so. But, it's a great movie moment, but doesn't fit the criteria of an individual movie with no prior build. <clears throat> Let's go with our, I've got the results, the top 10. And coming in at number 10 is a movie I'll admit I have not seen. And uh, I'm going to call out the, the, the person who voted for this and got a couple of votes after that. Jeff, I'm not sure what the hell you were thinking when you sent us <laughs> the, the scene from the scene of Edward eating spaghetti at the dinner table with his family of, his, of, of the family of his love interest from the celebrated film Edward Penis Hands. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff. Okay. You got it started. There we go. That's That one goes on you, buddy. Wow. <laughs> At number nine, the first bullet time effect on the roof in the first Matrix movie. I like that. That was good. Good call, good call. Uh, and I apologize for any spoilers that come out of this because the next uh, next is from Tombstone, where Doc Holliday walks out of the shadows instead of Wyatt Earp. Good, Good moment. moment. Uh, the party scene from The Breakfast Club. Okay, I, I wouldn't have thought that that would have been that high up, but you know what? It, 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 uh, after they smoke pot in the library and dance, apparently. Mm. That's what I'm taking it to be anyway. If I'm wrong. Because it's not really a party, but okay, got it. It'll do. Uh, see, next from It's a Wonderful Life, George discovers Harry's tombstone. I actually have another scene from the same film. Uh-oh. Well, you didn't vote, so I didn't count it. Nah, I'm actually on the show, so I don't have to vote. Oh, that's a good point. Pro. Hi, Ted. Let's uh, see. Coming in at number four. The gifting of Simba at the beginning of The Lion King. At number three, when E.T. came to life at the same time as The Flower. Guess what movie that's from? Ready? Yeah, anyway. Edward Hands. The one that I was kind of thrown off on, that it got this high up the list. Did we just become best friends from Step Brothers? <laughs> Oh my God! I'm not sure anybody watches, you know, is listening to us when we did this and put out the rules. But you know what? That if that that that'll do, I suppose. But 
But the number one scene, and I mentioned that Raiders of the Lost Ark was coming, and that would be the opening to Raiders of the Lost Ark with the the tomb scene sneaking out with the golden statue. And, oh, look, there's a large marble. Yes, the The giant marble of doom. Which was, a, which was a sneak sneak of the Temple of Doom, which didn't have a giant marble. I had two, and they're both Christmas-themed. And as I mentioned, it's a wonderful life. Yep. And it's practically the last scene in the movie when Harry Bailey toasts to George, the richest to the richest man in town, which always chokes me up because, of course, he wasn't. And Miracle on 34th Street, when the fake Santa Claus, who may really be Santa Claus, is speaking in Dutch to a little Dutch refugee girl, which came out in 1947, and there were a lot of refugee children who lost their parents in Europe because bad people killed them. Yeah. And so thinking back in 1947 how this was an even bigger scene, and, you know, everyone just thinks, oh, he's just some guy, and here he is, you know, singing, singing in Dutch to this little despondent Dutch girl. It's just a really... Awesome moment. So you mentioned Christmas movies. I thought you were going to go with the Hans Gruber. Oh, let me get rid of this watch scene. (laughs) Actually, if I'm going to go with a scene about a watch, it's like, you see this watch? I got this watch. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, there is. That scene has become very popular lately, which is very weird. (laughs) See, actually, something that did not get any votes other than my own was the end of the usual suspects. Yeah, it's a great moment. Which I th- I thought that was great. Because Which, they, I mean, when when Chaz Palminteri is looking at the looking at the wall and picking up all the clues, or when he's that, walking that, that whole last it's that last yeah. ninety seconds of the movie where that's happening. Yeah. Kaiser Soze has walked out of the building. I'm not going to say who it is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that 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 ninety seconds. Yep. Beautiful. It is. Many beautiful moments in the movies. And nobody mentioned Rosebud. How sad. Unfortunately, that brings us to the movie of the year for 2020. Was that unfortunate? Have you seen the movies that came out this year? I have seen several of them. I actually liked several of them. There there were a lot of them that came out this year that were supposed to be spectacular and uh, weren't. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I, uh, made my very short list and went back through them. And honestly, I'm not sure there was a best movie of the year. Hopefully you can go. You forgot about this one. And I that'll that'll probably be true. The best I'm going to do at the moment is Harley Quinn. And the absolutely fantabulously long and unnecessary title is not (laughs) the movie of the year at all whatsoever. Ever, 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 ever. But that's it. What what have you come up with for movie of the year? I oh, uh, the Five Bloods is is excellent. I don't. It's not my movie there, but the Five Bloods is an excellent movie. Um, it's a Spike Lee joint about. See, you you've watched more of the movies in that area than I have. There you go. Four guys who who go back to Vietnam to recover gold that they had hidden away. And they have a conversation with their fifth comrade who is no longer with them. And he just kind of appears on and on, off and on. Really, really good drama, action, mainly drama film. Excellent flick. Um, 
Also, you know, I'm just going to cut right to the chase. I just watched this last night and hands down the best movie of the year. And to me, one of the best performances, not of this year, but one of the best performances ever. And I am not just saying that because it was like, oh, I want to blow this up. Godzilla anime. Ma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It is. You mentioned that in a, on, yeah. on Facebook, I think, and I have not yeah. seen that yet. <clears throat> it just came out last night on, on Netflix. Uh, based on a play by August Wilson, playwright who also happened to write Fences, which is an incredible movie, and Denzel Washington. You still got robbed for not getting Best Actor for that, and the Academy is a bunch of morons. But And Denzel Washington has a tie into this because he produced th- this film. Not in it, but he produced it. So it stars Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman, his last movie. And it is about a blues singer just getting together with the band to record an album. And it's just about one day in their life. And it's just about their interactions. And that's what a lot of his plays and stories are about, are just about people getting together in their conflicts. So <clears throat> Viola Davis plays Ma Rainey, who was an actual blues singer, and she was a pioneering blues singer. She wasn't nearly as popular as some other artists of, of her time, but she was popular enough. And it, it's about her struggle to basically just for dignity and recognition and respect from the establishment because she's got to go up to Chicago and she's much more popular in the South. And basically she's in her own environment. She's calling the shots. Well, she goes up to Chicago and she's got a white agent and there's a white record producer and they're, they're, they're being kind of careful how they treat her because she's the talent. But at the same time, they don't really treat her very well because she's a woman and she's black. And it's also the conflicts between her and members of the band that get together. Chadwick Boseman plays uh, Levy, a, a young trumpeter who's in the band. The other guys are older, and they don't particularly respect him. And, you know, his ambitions to create his own band and be a songwriter and all the rest of it. And she doesn't respect him because he's trying to change her music. So it's this battle of wills going in multiple directions. And Viola Davis is, is um, awesome because, I mean, she always is, but I mean, excellent, excellent job. I mean, she's not, I wouldn't say unrecognizable, but not very recognizable. Heavy makeup, which suited the character. Big padded outfit because she was a much larger woman than Viola Davis, but man, she's just amazing. However, Chadwick Boseman is like off the charts, unbelievably good. And it's even more powerful because, of course, now we know what he was battling at the time. He is visibly thinner in this film than anything I've seen him in before. I'm not just talking about when he was buff to play Black Panther or in good shape to play Jackie Robinson in 42. He was a, a little thinner when he played James Brown and get it up. Or, Yeah. Get on up. Sorry, that would be it. Get on up. Wow. Anyway, uh, different movie. Edward, Edward Penis hand scene. Yeah. So he's noticeably thinner. I mean, I don't know offhand, but I would guess he probably is 40 pounds lighter. He's, hmm. he, he doesn't look frail. Um, he doesn't look like painfully thin, but I mean, he's noticeably thinner. And in hindsight, you know, he had to be sick as a freaking dog when he's making this freaking movie. And 
and it's not so much a big physical role, although he does some dances and stuff like that. I mean, but it just, his presence is just so freaking strong. There's, there are three, I mean, he's, he's throughout the movie. Um, I'd say basically he and Viola are, are co-leads, although it kind of follows their story separately for, for quite a bit of the movie. There, there are three set pieces that he has are just any three of them would be like, wow, that is one of the best scenes I've ever seen an actor doing. I mean, people are going to be watching this as like, you want to know how I play a role? Watch this. And there are three of them in this film. It, he is just unbelievable, the, the emotion that he brings to this role. Just incredible. And it's a hell of a good movie anyway. So two great performances. Um, but I, honestly, I mean, I mean, I can't think of another performance off the top of my head. But I guarantee you, I mean, to me, this is one of the five best acting performances ever, ever any movie uh man what a freaking and it's such a good movie too i mean hands down it's it's the best movie of the year and i really did like uh the five bloods um hamilton came out this year a lot of people like that hamilton was excellent i mean i can't i know there were some other films that i really liked but it basically that just kind of blew all the rest of them out of my head so absolutely recommend uh scoob you're not going to recommend scoob Scoob did not quite make it uh sorry about that um <clears throat> there has been a lot of good entertainment out, out there, there have been a lot of good movies but nothing like i said i had not seen ma rainey yet um but nothing really jumped out at me as a this is the best of the year type thing well like mank also a netflix release came out i think two weeks ago good movie um and it's about it's about Herman Mankiewicz, who wrote Citizen Kane, and it's about the, the story of writing Citizen Kane and what he went through and all the rest of it. It's very interesting. Gary Oldman is excellent. Um, <laughs> um, but to me, it's not... It'll probably be nominated if, if it gets nominated. Who knows what the Oscars are going to do for yeah. this year. But, uh, yeah, it's nowhere near as the quality as Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And it's definitely one of the better movies of the year, and Oldman is excellent. But um, it, like Mandalorian, obviously not a movie, but as far as just entertainment in general, it has been a good year for entertainment overall. Has there been a lot of garbage? Yeah, and there always is. So um, I think more to the point, or Mulan. You would review yeah. Mulan when it first came out. I just watched it earlier this week. And I think it's okay, but to me it's a huge disappointment because they were on the right track. Um, not making it a musical, making it more of a historical piece. They went with a lot of uh, magical qualities to it, but they didn't go enough. Either go full, wire foo, or don't. And, you know, bring up the magical aspects to it and really root it in the, that fantasy or don't. I mean, they were just like, yeah, we'll kind of bring this in. Yeah, we'll do some of this. It's like, it, like, I enjoyed it, but every once in a while I'm thinking, wow, they could have done this. And this could be up there with like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Hidden Crouching, Hidden, whatever, that movie. Yeah. Wow, why am I blanking out today and everything? Anyway, it just it was it was so close to being a great movie, and that's what's disappointing to me about it. It's it's a good movie. It's fun. It's worth watching. 
It's got a cool message. I like that. But they were they were like an inch away from making a terrific movie. It's like, oh my God, this movie is amazing. Instead, it was like, yeah. Um, and it's just the whole vision of the thing fell apart. The acting is really good. Um, the plot is good. But again, there were just some aspects as like, is she superhuman? It's like, then make her freaking superhuman instead of this kind of halfway kind of thing that they did. I think it was a mistake to do that anyway. I think they just made, should have made her a person. That's too easy. Yeah. And, you know, she, I'm not talking about her martial arts skills, but I mean, there are some sequences where she's doing stuff that she can't really do. And it's like, okay, make a decision, you know, carry it all the way through or, or don't. And it was just that they just kind of half-assed it, which was very unfortunate because this story deserved a better execution of it. Well, there was another thing that uh, I think you mentioned that you watched uh, Tenet finally. I did not. I did not catch all of Tenet yet. Or not. See, that's something I want to see again. In yeah. a, now that I have a clue as to what's going on, <laughs> I can watch it better. Everyone, every, every single review I've read of it that that liked it said they think you need to see it like two or three times, which reminds me a lot of inception. That that's really what that movie was, which is why I could not, it was good. It was fun to watch, but you need to watch it multiple times. Now, yeah. um, Anola Holmes, I thought was really good. It was a fun movie. Anola uh, Holmes. Yeah. Uh, Doolittle was even good. A lot of people really, crapped all over that movie at the beginning of the year it mm. wasn't that bad but at the same time it's you know it's not a movie of the year so right. anyway i'm glad we finally got ma rainey's black bottom it is and it's just a great movie that Ooh. sounds like a great way to end the show for the year because next week is so there's some holiday thing going on next week you know it's, i don't know what it is i heard there's a war on it though and i'm signing up so yeah, yeah, that's I'm getting everybody my own. get your your torches and, and <laughs> uh, crucifixes. There we go. Foreshadowing. That's what that is. Is that what that is? Anyway, <laughs> yes, there is a vaccine for the COVID stuff. You know what? You haven't gotten it yet. There's two now. Yeah, whatever. Florida, don't let the idiot governor tell you you only need the first dose. No, it isn't no. enough to take aspirin, let alone being a doctor. So shut up, DeSantis, you ass. That's my political statement for now. Still continue to wear your masks. Please and do. Stay home and watch a movie. Captain, we're losing power in the warp engines. I think we should be leaving now. I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. Uh, and on that unusually harmonious bombshell, it is time to end. I am very disappointed. Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, eh, it's a living. And like that, he's gone. Dorn, that's the end.